Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Friday night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way with Betfair and find better odds this spring racing carnival. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good evening to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Wherever you're listening, right across the SEN network, this is the Friday night Betfair Edge. Thanks to Betfair. Find better odds on AFL finals at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you. This evening, as I'm joined by the co-host with the most, the star of Layback, the star of Betfair right across the country, the star of the Betfair Spring launch. Last night, I speak of Tom Haylock. Hello, Tommy. Hello, mate. Great to be with you. What an evening. Another huge weekend. It was Are we up and about? We're uh, good? Up and about. Spring is, I'm starting to feel it. A little bit of pollen in the air. Uh, pollen? Yeah, you a bit of pollen. Hay fever, do you? No, I don't get hay fever. Oh. I'm, from, I'm off the farm, but I do get the sniffles we'll put up. Put some hay fever in the lay bin. Yeah, but hay fever. With lay bin coming up, all the, your favourite segments too. We've got the AFL finals markets, as well as our Friday forecast, best bets, lays of the day, of course. But just quickly, on the function last night, great success. You enjoy yourself? I did. Yes. I did on the rooftop of the Duke of the... Uh, Duke of Wellington? Wellington. Yep. Yep. It was great. Great venue. Really well done. It was a great night. Big crowd. Great to see, uh, great to launch spring here in Melbourne in style. Get a lot of like-minded people in the room. Beth is about community. Obviously, it's a peer-to-peer betting platform, Fitzy. So it's what it's about. Get some great astute minds and, and industry people in the room and talk shop and network. It was great. Big crowd. Uh, a lot of people th- talking horses and edges. And I got to meet I got to meet a few of the... A few of your idols? Of, a few of my idols. No, the, sorry. They met you. You're oh, their yeah. idol. Sorry. <laughs> I got to meet Rory Flanagan in person. You did? I met Rosa and I, I met the Hurricane in person. Even he rolled up. The Hurricane turned up. He doesn't work at Betfair anymore. He, still <laughs> he rolled up for the free he, fucks. He misses me. Yeah, but what about, um, I got to meet the, the bosses, the big bosses. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you met everyone, mate. They're lovely. Don't worry what, about that. That's what you do. You go and press the flesh. That's what they say, isn't it? I, yeah, that's I, right. I don't, I don't know. don't know. But any kick-ons? Nah. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> no. Oh, I don't believe that no, for a second. No, not at all. No, nope. as soon as the tab was off, I was out. No. <laughs> <laughs> there you I, reach into your own pocket. I actually left before the tab got shut off. No, I was I was reasonably well behaved. We'll talk about that off air anyway. Hey, uh, let's get into, uh, let's get straight. Wait, just What did you think of the talent? Oh, the, the, oh. Campbell? Granny? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know where you're no. going with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. No. It's like, hello. Oh, yes. Yes, the people that you interviewed yes, that we call talent. Yes. yes. Oh, no, yes, fantastic. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good. Brandy was good. Yep. Paul Bloodworth. Yeah, was, Paul Bloodworth was, was good. Great. You did a great job. I, I really liked the, the back or lay game you had. Yeah, it was good. It got We were in Sydney last week and it got a really good reception last week because the venue was a bit better. It was a bigger venue and yeah, we had a stage and it was a bit easier to do. Last, last night's was... A great venue, but just a little bit different in the way it was structured. And they got a bit thirsty by then, too. They were a bit, they're in a, they're in a hurry. <laughs> hey, uh, but before we go to the lay bin, let's recap last week's racing. This is what we'll do. We'll keep Sammy on his toes. Where do you want to start with? You did all right last Actually, week. can we start with one of them off the top? I'm, I'm, I'm on my knees and bowing down. Can we go straight to the baller? Or this is what you had to say. Oh, no, maybe not. Let's go to, well, this is your best. What This is one of your best. Race five. I've gone with Remark here. He's been a very hard horse to catch. Yeah. A horse that's been very talented, but he's been gelded this time. Through the lace. Very hard decision to geld a horse like him because he's 
so well bred. I think that'll be the making of him. I think he's a horse to be. They're the lays. Uh, superb by you. Superb by you. Uh, what about this? Let's go to the lay segment. There, there were none better. None better. Flemington, race eight, number 12. What's that? Lay all day. And uh, I'm going to go again. Race nine, number six, Espiona. You just lay the big boys. You put you know what on the block. And uh, race nine, number six, Espiona. I laid Espiona and Swatsat. Now, what happened though with Swatsat? Oh, we had a bit of, so we better play a little bit of this audio from I'm last week. Fitzy. I'm with Swatsat. I'm like, well, it's my lay of the day. I'm there you go. Trade. I know you said her record on Novak isn't great down the straight, but she's yeah, zero she's from eight. Three group ones down the straight. She's run second, fourth, and fifth in genuine group ones. Zero she's from. Well off at the waist. She's trotting well. New stable. I've got her on top. She's only two from ten at the distance. <laughs> And she's only one from five first up. I'm coming in off yeah, one trial. In the group one new market. Ugh. Uh, look, I, I, fair to say I got the chocolates there. Oh, you didn't. What? Oh, you did. In, in, in our head-to-head battle, you did. But yeah. I think we both got the chocolates. Yeah, but you did. This is why you got the chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also having something baller at fifteen fifty sixteen dollars. <laughs> yes. Enormous. Going fit. Um, Oh, and if there's any bias, you've seen it in days like the new market on the inside. I don't like that barrier because they'll probably come down the middle, but um, just that residual fitness, I'll be inside. having something on Baller. Oh, mate, Baller at now. 23s are paid. You did, but you and I both, both made the mistake of when we were whacking quaddies on. Oh, don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> so this will lead us into, this is... let's go to this. Let's go to this. This is the Laban time. Now, Labin, I'm going to kick it away. When your mate, being you, tips you a horse, you go to do your quaddies and you're in that much of a rush, you don't include the horsey tips on top and then you miss the quaddie with baller getting up, knowing well and truly you wanted to put that horse in. I'm laying myself. <laughs> I'm putting myself in the lay bit. But you also might have done a similar thing. Now, yes, but this ties in to my lay and lay bin a couple of weeks ago when guys don't bring cash to the races. Yeah. Five, ten minutes before the races, everyone's like, let's have a quaddy. They look at me. All right, yep. Chuck me some money. Oh, don't have cash. So I'm here dealing with all this stuff, rushing, putting quaddy. Like, come on, sort your, sort your lives out. Yeah, I agree. Like, bring cash to the races. I don't need you to transfer me money and me fork out and work out cash and feed it into the machines. And oh, What else have you got for the lay bin? Well, um, price hikes in on airlines at this time of year. Dual, dual little, dual little lay bin here. So airlines, I believe it's a supply and demand issue. We all get that. They put the prices up. Grand final week. It makes sense. Put more flights on for starters. Come on, airlines. Secondly, Victorians. Come on, airlines. Catch <laughs> so, cry there. Victorians. Come on, airlines. <laughs> <laughs> Victorians only realising because they have to leave the state suddenly and the Collingwood supporters are going to Sydney and back. Uh, and whinging. And they're suddenly realising that airlines do it. What about the interstate plus yeah, teams and supporters that forever. have forever that have to travel here because the grand finals at the G, yeah. suddenly the Victorians are whinging. Oh, they've they've caught got, on. They've got to fly for one prelim. They've caught on. They think their throat's cut. Oh, <laughs> get lay, lay bin. Um, think of the interstate fans. Yeah, what, what, uh, have you got anything else? Uh, Your roadworks, are you getting road, here? Road Just a little bit. Oh, roadworks road, in Melbourne. Oh. You know what? The fact that my computer's about 400 degrees, that's in the lay-in. Yeah, computers that's... that overheat just does your lid in. Uh, I'm going to lay the referees in the Bledisloe Cup. 
Oh, you're not a fan of this. This Mate, is interesting. What about the t- he paid the time? He played the, the, the time penalty. For time penalty. And you the commentators. We've never, they've never seen it. They've never seen it. And they've paid him for a time penalty. Bang, turnover. Well, he was wasting time, wasn't he? Well, yeah, but gee, that's a bit. It's the game. The one decisions. It's the game off a off a time penalty. Yeah, yeah. It ruins the game. But refs love, ref loves, refs yeah. love being influential in oh, games, don't they? Yeah, they do. I've got another one for the layman. Um, people talking to you when they haven't finished what's in their mouth. <laughs> so they sort of so they eat. And they're eating, and then rather than finishing the, the entire bit of the mouthful, what they do is they get that little bit at the back, like sort of just in that. And they, <laughs> I don't even want to think and about And they sort this. of just finish talking to you with that sort of, like, it's like they're chewing the cud like a cow. <laughs> it's That's finish your mouthful before you start talking to people. You've lost a plot. Now, lay bin. <laughs> Message us in your lay bins. Tweet yep. us. I love, love some lays on Twitter. Come hey, on. Uh, yeah, we need a few more. Hey, uh, we might even jump to a – I think we need to jump to a break. But the one thing what we did forget to mention is uh, my best last week too. Oh, yeah, it'd be remiss of you to mention we, we that. We need to – I'm sticking in the kiss on all four audio? cheeks camp. Race seven yeah. at Flemington. Yeah. Kiss on all four cheeks. <laughs> That's oh, I think it. it might be better than a few of those. So, yeah, pretty right. keen on <laughs> kiss on all let's, four cheeks. A bit keen. Well, it's keen as mustard. Right, let's go to a break on the other side of this. What we might do is we'll do the uh, the AFL markets just before we get stuck into our card we of the week. do whatever you want, mate. Happy with that? Uh, let's jump to one. Only Betfair allows you to back and lay all markets. So you can set your own odds, Tom. Did you know that? Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 That's what we do. Friday night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Betfair's Brownlow predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Welcome back to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you all. Thanks to Betfair, you can find better odds on spring racing at Betfair. Make sure you always gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Just, can we add one more to the lane? <laughs> Should I do this? Should I go there? I don't know. Should I go there? It's your job. Well, on. yeah, it was... There might have been a couple of people in the studio next door, and <laughs> one of them might just happen to be the boss, and the other one might happen to be his best mate. And they, were, they must have been, they're obviously trying to do something, but they've just sat there for that entire 10-minute period with headphones on, <laughs> not speaking to each other or into the microphones. I don't know what's going on in there. Weird. Lay bid. <laughs> you <laughs> put the boss in the lay Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's some... Don't come but, under. If, well, but if you were listening to audio, right, wouldn't you? I wouldn't you know. like, I'd turn the mics off. and Like, if we were listening to 10 minutes of audio, I'd turn the mic off and we'd just be having a chat, wouldn't we? It might have been important. It, but look, it, it must have. Uh, serious business over there. So it was nice working here, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's, can we go to, uh, we, let's talk uh, some AFL. Oh. Well, that's a- Radio, uh, mate. Now, 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 now. Last week when we did did the back to lay strategy, didn't we ever? Did I? Is it, have we got some audio of that, Sam? Do we? A little bit of that. audio. Do you want this week, man? Final against Brisbane. If they lose this, like, oh, that's... throw the dynasty out the window. Yep, dynasty out the game. window. That was the doomsday scenario for the demons. We've got Geelong, Brisbane. 
And we've got Sydney calling. Well, tell us about the markets because last week, you know what we did? We back to lay the Lions. Well done. Well done. They hit 15.50 at some point. I was texting you going, yeah. how short, how short, how short? They hit 15.50 and uh, amazing game, obviously. The, the data on that at Betfair.com.au was enormous. Um, Geelong head into Friday night at $1.31. Coming up later, um, you'll just jump straight across to the G, will you? From here? Yes. Yep. 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 Get on the... Put the backpack on. Get on the chopper. Um, <laughs> Geelong at $1.31. Brisbane, $4.10. Sydney, $1.44 versus Collingwood, $3.20. Who do you like, mate? Anything? Uh, you Just ca- back in the favourites? Look, I, I think probably if you're back to lay, I don't think you can... I mean, Geelong potentially can come out and just stomp that game in the first quarter, right? Yeah. Yep. So, but the Sydney Collingwood one, I, I'm su- I was super impressed with Collingwood v um, the Cats. Yes. Well, I, I had no, I, I didn't have enough respect for them. I thought they were just on a roll, but seeing them play Geelong, uh, they, they're in it up to their neck. They can, they can roll Sydney if they can keep their pressure for four quarters. Sydney, what they don't do is they don't let, they don't give you three or four minutes break. Yeah. You know, you know, you can't have a lull with I the Swans. I think the Pies will learn a lot from the game they played against Sydney a few weeks ago when they got beaten at the SCG to, rent, to end their streak. So I think they'll take good learnings from that. They've put the dimensions of the ground, different size ground. They've trained in the new dimensions. Stuff like that will will help them. Their pressure's great. I wouldn't be surprised if they are shorter than 320 at some point in the match as yeah. well. I agree with you there. So um, Collingwood, a really high-pressure team. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a close game. I just think Sydney will get over the top of them late and, and just prove too classy. Yeah, I think you are spot on. Hey, Brownlow Markets, but you've also got top three, top five, top 10, top 20. You can get leader after round five, leader after round 10. There's plenty of markets up for the Brownlow on Betfair. There is so many. Yeah, top five, top 10, leading teams, draws, all sorts of stuff for the Brownlow. Head over, head over to the Betfair hub as well for the Brownlow Metal Predictor, mate. That's always a big one. Um, I'll just get the market up, but Lockie Neal goes into the into his favourite. You're pretty happy about that, mate? Yes, considering we took the 26s or 3s or whatever it was, yep. or both. Yep, so... Depends where you got it. We've got a special Brownlow show on SEN as well. So 5 till 6, I'll be on air, and then 6 till 10.45, we're going through the count, taking the Channel 7 coverage. We're talking about all things Brownlow metal. Where's we? Uh, Sam Hargraves, Michael Barlow and I. Oh, which will line be up. the A-team. Line-up um, of just good-looking roosters. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> the A-team are in. Um, Lockie Neal, $3.10. He's been a big firm in the last few days, mate. Amazingly. And I said to the, the guys, and you've kept asking me this question, I said, hold off on Lockie Neal. If you want to lay off him, lay off him late. There'll be more liquidity in the market. There's been $419,000 matched at the moment. That'll skyrocket, especially in play. So we could actually bet in play now. Um, and trade on the night. He starts the season really well, Lockie Neal. So he'll be shorter than $3.10 at some stage. I'd set up a lay or back him or lay him, sorry, if you've got a position, lay him at some stage in yep. account when he starts well. Clayton Oliver, $3.80. Paddy Cripps, $6. Andrew Brayshaw, $9. Took Miller, $11.50. Who's the best outsider? Or is it just a race in two? Uh, it's definitely a race in two. But I'm trying to look now from a back-to-lay strategy, and I think Brayshaw's probably the one at around the $8.80 mark, I think at some point he'll loom and he might get into bed around that, say, $5 mark, 5 or $6, and he'll loom and everyone will go, geez, he's going to win it. And then they'll go, no, nah, no, he won't. I've, I'm, I've got two scores of thought here. I, to some degree, because he starts the season so well, I agree with you. But because he hasn't had a breakout year, this was his breakout year, I wouldn't be surprised if it takes 
the umpires a few rounds and a bit of media hype to actually get around him, and he polls less than expected early, which you do see. We saw it with Dane Swan that year. He dominated and he came out on the brown line next year. That was when Chris Judd started a big price and beat him, Fitzy. It takes a year to get the recognition from the media before they start polling as expected a lot of times. So um, really interesting how Andrew Brashaw starts the year in terms of polling, but his first half of the year was enormous. He just, he just went awful the last four or five weeks, which will cost him a potential browner. Yeah, I'm thinking he's a definitely a back to lay. Right, let's uh, reckon that might do it for the footy for now, Tommy. Can we jump to, do you want to go, well, now we'll start the cards. It's not, yeah, we'll, we'll start the cards. You got to know. We'll go up to Randwick first. We might start, oh, where do you want to start? Around about race six, the T-Rose. We'll start in there somewhere, race six, race seven. We can do that. Oh, I'll start at race four. All right. Let's go through it. Yep. Um, Really good race. Arnold's a superstar. Yep. But I'm I'm disappointed he scratched last week because I was over on Waterford and um, I don't think he gets anywhere near Waterford the way Waterford won last start. I was so with Arnold and then you'd after be the, happy. Yeah, I was yeah, happy. happy so, but now I'm with him again here. Yeah, I, I think it's a race in two. I think Silent Impact can give him a real um, shake here, to be honest. I, I've got Arnold on top, but just about the price. I mean, I'm not sure I want to take for a horse that's coming off Kensington win and a Kembla win, heading to Sydney Saturday, Randwick, um, bit different, but um, it could be a star in the making. His one is smash the clock. The heavy eights. You know. I think we'll be on a six yep. come Saturday. 24 degrees Friday, today it was, and then 23 sunny tomorrow on Saturday. I think it'll dry out. We'll, we'll probably be on a six, I reckon. Um, Tim Clark couldn't find the fence on Solar Impact last start from Barry 3, which is amazing. Draw Barry 3 on a fen- day you needed to be on fence. Um, I think he can bounce back in a big way. He's the clear danger to Arnold. Syndicato is the best value in the race. Um, I could have a entertain some something on Syndicato to play, Stephen. All righty. Uh, race six. Uh, sorry, race five. want to talk five. about race five? Yeah, yeah. sorry, mate. Top rank returning. Yeah, oh, look, and maybe just a tiny little nibble. O President obviously won the trial by 9,000 metres. Labin, Labin. Yeah, Bjorn winning trials by 15 lengths. Can, I'm you, ask ask him, him, can oh, you ask him, Can you ask him, I have please? to ask him what's going on there. Why is he doing it? I don't know. He's, uh, he's a bad first up trainer notoriously. His stats. Yeah, they're better, better in, later in prep. Yeah, so maybe he's trying to tinker with that. I don't know. One five seven can't really split him wide open. Yeah, crosstalk. Um, crosstalk leads. So president gets the card in behind crosstalk, and top ranked. If there's enough pressure on, which I think there is, top rank can get over the top of the ladies. A serious horse. So yeah, it's, it's a really good race to Bill Ritchie. Let's go to race six to Darley T Rose Stakes and Zoo Gotcha. Well, they're all about it. Uh, the market hasn't missed it here either. Paris Door, not without claims. Neither is North Star Lass. But, yeah, once again, I've got Zugotcha on top here. Wins, just wins, Fitzy. Just wins. Yep. Zugotcha, my best of the day. Um, he brings – he's got form around all the, the main chances, right? He um, they, they, A lot of them come through that furious stakes here a fortnight ago. That was a, a dog's breakfast that day with the fence on fire. You just couldn't win if you went on the fence. There's so many excuses for others. But Zugotcha comes through that race, the Silver Shadow, where he beat Wellinger Beast, who ran so well on, in the t- in the Furious. So Zugotcha's got the form that ties in. Mid-prep Waller Troll was nice. He won that. He beat a horse called In Secret, oh, who's now favourite for the, for the Golden Rose. Form just stacks up and almost immoral. Only, yeah, just one query on the one like that, sort of that like, little sort of trial run, then trial again. Sort of weird sort of prep, isn't no, it? No, that's a Chris Waller go-to. Yep. Um, I like that. So, All right. 
Um, I love a Chris Waller mid-prep trial. Race number seven. This is the George Main, uh, the big one. Zaki in the market, Animo. It looks a race in two. We can't leave out our mate Hinge, though, can we, Tommy? So they're the three for me. Um, uh, Animo, Zaki, Hinged. Um, they're going to be the, my three in the quaddy. Jeez, if you can split Zaki and Animo here, good luck to you. Well, it's all about price, right? Yep. So um, that's that's the key. It is all about price and what you're willing to take and, and how you mark them. I, I can mark – it depends on – if we're on a six, Zaki comes right into it. Um, hopefully they run. That's the key, right? We just need need them to run. Um, just getting the market up here. So Zaki 340 at the moment. You can get probably better than that. Animo 230, 228. Of those two, I'm tipping Animo on top, but I'm backing Zaki if I was to have a bet. I don't think there should be as much between them. Uh, Zaki's got the tactical speed. will be in front of Animo. Animo will have to do the, the running down. Hinge gets blinkers on first time, but Fangirls might be the one that can uh, cause a bit of an upset here. It was really good. Ran faster last 600 and 400 of the day, or the race in, in the Winx stakes, and then faster than Animo home in the final 200. Um She's airborne, Fangirl. I think she's going really well. There's a big race for her. But God, you always tip Fangirl. No, I don't. I've just been on her all prep. All prep. She's trialled the house down. She was fantastic first up. Great run and um, great race. I Who are you to, with? I said to myself, after I saw Animo in March destroy that field on a heavy, like converge by six and a half links, I went, how can you ever take this horse on again? I'm not going to have a bet. Animo on top. Zaki at his best can beat him. Um, so they're the two. I just hope Zaki's running. Yep. Hinged as the outsider. We've got to sort of get through a few of these here. The shorts. Nature Strip, Eduardo. Um, take a pick out of those two. Depends. Maybe on Eduardo on price. It always happens. The same race every year. We have the same conversations every year. The speed map every year. We do this. We talk. I feel like this is Groundhog Day. It's the the caravan horses, mate. They just go around, all run against each other, same time, same place, every year. The one difference this year is Nature Strip's coming off a completely different prep, which is throwing a spanner in the works. He's such a profile horse where he runs really well first up, flat second up, Eduardo beats him second up, and then he comes out in the grand final third up and beats Eduardo. That's the pattern, right? Yep, yep. This year, he's coming into this race where Eduardo beat him last year first up and not second up. So he won first up, and then Eduardo turned the tables, won this race and beat Nature Strip home last Last year, I just don't know what to do with him coming off an Ascot run and how that plays with his patterns. His trial was fantastic. If he's here to win, he wins. It's just a million-dollar barrier trial. Mazu, uh, if it's heavy as all get out, that's the only... This is, that's fascinating horse, Mazu, because on a genuine heavy, he comes right into it. He's the, he's the best in the race and, but, and on a heavy day. But Eduardo comes here with a race win on a and race fitness and goes really well on a heavy as well. So One, I don't think Mizzou can beat Eduardo either way. No, no. Right. Well, there you go. Um, Mars Crusader, I'm never going to leave out. Always way, way over. Remember what he Big did, price. did Big last price, year. It just needs 1,200 now, in my opinion. Uh, race nine very quickly, the Kingston Town. Well, I thought Gold Trip was going to be half a chance, but I'm all about Benno now. Yeah, Gold Trip running Melbourne. Is that confirmed? Uh, well, it's scratched from here. Yes, it is. There you yep. go. So running Melbourne. Um, yeah, what a dog's breakfast. Eight of the 14 come through the Chelsea, um, except us. So Benno was the run of the race there. Fastest final 400 and 200, despite being wide throughout. The run was huge on that day. You need to be in fencing run. Can't knock. Has to be on top. Shawfire was the shortest price favorite in that lead up. Have Any, to respect. Anything else at Ramwick for the day? Uh, oh, there would be race three or race 10. We didn't really cover, but 
Nothing race else. race 10's a brilliant race. If we get to a six, I'm lethal, can win each way all day. Great price. Brigantine returns gelded, just needs a firm track. So I think one of those two will win. Dajram, really interesting prep. Um, but Mount, Mount I hope for mine. My best of the day there is Zugotcha. Yeah, well, we'll get to them a little bit later. Break time on the other side of this. We'll go to Caulfield, have a look at the card there. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock, all thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair and find better odds this spring racing carnival. As always, gamble responsibly. Friday night, Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way with Betfair and find better odds this spring racing carnival. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. Find better odds on the AFL finals at Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We've done Sydney, Tommy. It's now time to do Melbourne. You got to know when the holder. Really wanted to hear that again. Righto. Let's go to Caulfield, mate. Sir Rupert Clark. Um, what race do you want to start at? I can probably go through most of them. Well, let's go through all of them, mate. Oh, all right. Well, let's you can, start. You can lead the way early. Cause... Right. Race number one. Now, soft five. The rain might be coming, though. The rain might be coming. Are you so... on track tomorrow? No. No? No. I, I'm, um... You'll be in bed. Oh, no. I'm all day on Essie and track tomorrow. Oh. So, there's a little, little pump up here. In the mornings, uh, winners with Gareth Hall. Then I'm on winners 7-2 with Campbell Brown and um, Josh Jenkins. 11 oh. till 12, live on 7-2. Oh. It's my live TV debut. And then better go get Start a haircut. Em. Better go get a haircut. And then I'm back on track side until 5. So I'm on 8 till 5 tomorrow. See you at the races. Yeah, see you at the races. Right, race number one. Um, Fingerada, if it's wet, I don't really want to touch this race otherwise. Um, but Fingerada, this might be too good for him. Nothing from me. I'd just be really interested in watching this race closely for track pattern. I wouldn't be surprised if it chops up and they get off the fence, especially later in the day with wind as well, 50. So keep an eye on that. I've, I'm tipping a couple of horses, drawn barrier one, two, and three, but I'm very wary about that. Race number two is the 1,000-meter uh, equine pathways. I'm with Extravagant Star here of the McAvoy camp. First up, Ollie aboard, inside draw. Uh, I think it's a nice horse, this, um, and I think, don't think we've seen the best of it. Um, and if you go back to that win where it beat Paris Dior, uh, that was in February, uh, it did that quite convincingly. Then it just found a heavy track um, in the slipper. So, yeah, I, I think this horse has come back, and I think it might be all right. Just don't ignore um, Lascars, Renosu, and Cannonball. They're the ones. So it's 6 3 two, one. I'm really surprised that Renosu. I'm just trying to still work out how it paid $7 last start. It was nines into sevens um, last start. So... Yeah, Renoso's got a got some hope. Good race, extravagant star. Could be too good for him, I agree. Uh, race number three on the card. Wouldn't touch this if you paid me. No idea here. No yeah, idea. Yeah, just identify track pattern here. I agree. Stay out. Wait for the group three, the next race. Uh, yeah, wait for the next race because this is the best of the day and this um, should be winning. Uh, aft cabin. It went, And people that say aft, it's not. It's aft. It's aft cabin. Ooh. Wins. Absolutely wins. Too short for me, after cabin. No, nah, it's not for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> aft. It's like uh, um, Ford and aft. Um, I oh, I think he's too short, to be honest. I think there's too many hopes in this race that have upside. He's now fourth run first campaign. Little query for me. I agree. Getting up to 1,400 metres back. He was 14 back to 12. Um, copped interference at the, the, probably the wrong time back in trip. Was very good last start, beaten by a potential star. I can make a case for a few others. The track's holding up. Osipenko comes right into it, Fitzy. Yes. Just worried about barrier one for that. 
Amenable's the value in the race, drawn 11. So you can back one on the inside, one on the outside for me. Osipenko drawn one, Amenable drawn outside. Just depending on how the track plays, you can wait your money. Um, Amenable was really good last start. Savage the line, um, really good late sectionals, Fitzy. And I give him a chance at double figures, Amenable. He he ran the fastest final 200 metres of the race first up off a long break. Strips fitter. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, he gives a, a cheeky account of himself. J- jump, lead. Spanks them, so we'll just get that audio. Cabin leads doesn't lead. Well, it might, it might even sit outside. Yeah, it can go forty if there's no speed in it. It'll, she'll take it up, and then destroy them. I don't know who leads this race. It's, that, that's yeah. the point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Over race <laughs> five. This is a thousand guineas prelude. <laughs> now, I might be a little bit different to a few here. I know people are in the Chiefs Lickety Split camp, but I'm not always getting sold on some of that Kiwi form. What is wrong with Boogie Dancer here? If when you draw a line through Mooney Valley, two and a bit links off Troach, go back before that, and that beat a horse called Berkeley Square. Uh, and that form's good enough to win this. Boogie Dancer for me, the five each way, all day. Um, Yeah, very, very tough race. You'd be hard, hard pressed to find a harder race on the day, the Thousand Guineas Prelude. I give Le- She's Liggity Split a chance. I-, I tend to agree with you regarding that New Zealand form, but I don't think you need to be that good. We've seen I Wish I Win come over from New Zealand um, and run well. This is a bunch of B and C graders. I don't think any of these will be winning a 1,000 guineas. Yeah, you can't pretend to know about She's Liggity Split. You're only piling in. No, nah, jumped out really well. Yeah. Jumped out really well in Melbourne, run a group one in New Zealand. I think it measures up, but it's a rubbish it's a guess. Oh, well, they're all guesses, mate. It's just how educated guesses are and how good at guessing you are. Um, Russian Conquest, for me, comes off two really good trials. Might have had three trials, actually, I think. Um, Trialed really well up in Sydney. Complete forgive last start on that bog track. Didn't find the fence. Complete right off. Back here, firmer track, hopefully, if the rain stays away a little bit and um, can bounce back. Jamie Carron's a good lead there, so... Eleven, twelve, thirteen dollars. That'll be my play, Russian Conquest. Horses sticking to your Sydney horses. Right, let's go to race number six. Just print money over the two thousand meters. And now I found this one really, really interesting. I'm actually going to play a few here because there's a few that these prices are wrong. Earlswood way, way overs at sixteen dollars. Uh, I would have thought. Also, there's another horse in here down the bottom who won a Perth Cup that gets in at fifty four and a half called Midnight Blue. That's way overs. Um, there's also, what am I, Gold Trip and then a Crystal Pegasus. I'm going to be playing probably three in this at least. Oh, um, Gold Trip was enormous. Has to concede weight to the rest of the field, but rightly so. He's a class horse. He was fantastic first up. I, yeah. I think he, he can win this easily. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. He's 15 up to 2,000. Suits him I, better. I, I agree with you. <clears throat> I'm just, but those other horses shouldn't be nearly 20 bucks. You might be right. You can't eat value though, Fitzy. No, you can't. I mean, um, if you lose on a value, you, you get none. <laughs> um, I was actually really keen on Alias. Runs in Sydney here. Um, was enormous first up, but we won't talk about that. Um, yeah, I've I've probably got Gold Trip on top. I think Uncle Bryn's the lay of the card at Caulfield Saturday. Um, drawn one, if, I, if the fence chops out, which I'm expecting to do, wrong place to be. We'll need luck. I just thought he had every chance last start, and... Um, I know he, he was wide around that Mooney Valley where the inside was better. He was right around the home turn, but I just thought he peaked late. And yeah, he's too short for me as favourite, Uncle Bryn. Uh, let's go to race number, where are we up to? Seven. Race number seven. Uh, this is the Sir Rupert Clark, the big one. Now, I, I wish I win. Not even guaranteed a run here. They've come for it in markets. We're just talking off air. A lot of people took some prices about this. Uh, and it's not even guaranteed to get a run. Oh, people are blowing up left, right and centre here. 
Yeah, they are because they've backed it. Um, backed and it. They might not get a run. They might not get a run. So let's – we both agree that if it runs, it wins? Um, no. Oh. No. Entitled to be favourite. I, I would rather back others to beat it at the price. Again. All right. Well, then I'm, I'm going to work it's around it. It's got a great it. chance. You tip it on top, right? Yep. It deserves to be favourite. If you did a, if you mark the race, I'll have a mark favourite. Um, for me, Sinawan overs at $26. Graceful Girl overs at 20s. Showmanship overs at $8.50. I've got, I'm sticking. Showmanship's been superb for me. That was a was actually a pretty good win. I, I don't know whether or not he's um, a Group 1 horse, but, I mean, this is probably it. Because outside of I Wish I Win... Not really a strong group one, no, notoriously. Out, no, outside of I wish I win, this is up for the taking, I reckon. And I wish I win's not a group one horse either, mate. So don't don't respect that. Obviously has plenty of upside, but he's coming off a, a handicap at Caulfield beating gentleman Roy and open minded. So like nah, yeah, but you've got to go know, back a bit I'm, further here. A little bit of Imperatrice uh, form I'm, about it. Mate. I mean, how well was that going? Well, mate? It couldn't place last start. No, nah, just just stirring. <laughs> but that's questionable form still. Like they need to compare um, compare horses, obviously a really good horse and, and has the potential to be a Group 1 Australian horse. Um, what I wish I win did last start was enormous, smashed the clock off a good tempo. Probably the race set up perfectly for it, but the turn of foot he showed um, was enormous and he's entitled to be favourite, as I said. you got speed from Tuvalu, Asar rolls across, pressure from Buffalo River, call sign Mav, Age of Shiver, if um, gets a run, probably doesn't. Red Cam Man can show a bit of speed too. There should be enough pressure on. Um, I'm with two horses here that oh, bring different form a little bit. I agree with you. Showmanship's the horse to beat for me. I'd rather take... Exploded last start, didn't it? It was just it just absolute line chaser, right? Yeah. I'd rather take 920 at the moment with I wish I win in the race than I wish I win at half the price. This horse has won eight from 10, smashed the clock, really good sectionals, eased up, just an absolute line chaser, drawn perfectly, barrier 10. If the fence is off or... We'll get cover with the wind. He just maps perfectly, and you can do you can have worse bets than back a horse yep. one eight out of ten at nine dollars. Sing mean, to me, Tommy. Sing to me. He's on top for me. Showmanship. He's the bet. Halal's the best value in the race. Is a horse that got beaten by Animo and Fangirl last start on Wink Stakes. If you don't mind, ran ran really well there. Strips fitter from that. Um, Not from that gate for mine. No. Well, if defence is off, I don't think it could be the worst thing, right? Could yep. roll forward, pressure on. He can slot in, get cover. Um, it wasn't a fluke last start. I know it was $20, but he's the same price here. And as I said, there's no animos here. He, go back four or five runs. He ran second in a Hobartville, beat home Converge, and got beaten by Animo by 0.2 of a length. His best is good enough, and he's going around $20. He might not be well-weighted as a, a four-year-old, but he's got to go in somewhere for me at 20s. Um, the other one is Shalo. Um, trialed up really nicely, going well, class horse. That They're the three that I'm keen on. I'll be leaning to showmanship. From Halal and uh, Shallow, the next best. If there is a scratching, I think Halal might be the one drawn wide. Hawks hate their wide barriers. So. Shallow burst on the scene, didn't it? We haven't really yeah, seen she, it since. Yeah, she tried at Cranbourne trial. She finished six by an Ayrton. Savaged the line there. She had a jump out since. Was good. Probably not as good as that Cranbourne jump out. But she's a, a class horse, 53 kilos. She can run well. We're going to have to skip through a couple of these. Uh, the the Hanau Stakes, Chain of Lightning, Zapateo, Argentia. If the fence is the place to be, Written Beauty for me on top each way all day. She's airborne. Second campaign for Chris Waller. She's just worried about that fence. Um, Chain of Lightning maps perfectly. Outside lead. Um, you'd think Lavish Girl leads. Chain of Lightning settles outside and, and probably the horse to beat. But Written Beauty, the play for me if the track's all right. Yeah, Argentia overs again. And then go to the last of the day. Now, in the boat here, if you're going to be with that, especially maybe with some sort of leader-ish, 
type um, scenario you'd expect in the boat to, to firm. But I'm with Sarah S here uh, for the Mark and Levi Kavanagh yard. I reckon this horse can get this done. I reckon it's got some ability. Mm, it's our it's our time on top of the back of some brilliant trials for me. It's our time, so that'll finish the card for me, mate. Uh, let's go to a break on the other side of this. Our Friday forecast, our best bets, our lays of the day. This is a Friday night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock, all thanks to Betfair. And only Betfair allows you to back and lay all markets. So set your own odds, gamble responsibly. Friday night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way with Betfair and find better odds this spring racing carnival. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back. Friday night, Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. It's time to go around the grounds. Around the world, around the grounds. Tommy, I've only got a carpool around the grounds. We go to Morfordville. Race 5, number 12, Salt Bay for the Clarkin Yard. And also at Morfordville, race eight, number 10, Taunting. They're the two there. Belmont, race five, number four, Catalpa might be one there. I'm just going to just really wait and see at Belmont because the track might be cooked. Um, comes a time, race eight, number two for Mickey Grantham there. Hey, uh, let's go to... Oh, do I not get around the ground? Yeah, we're... we're oh, 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 truth. Where do you oh, what do you got one at Kembler again? <clears throat> yeah, that went well last week. Um, Flemington <laughs> won Sunday to keep an eye on horse. Um, over from Hong Kong called Joyful Joyful Fortune, drawn wide down the straight at Flemington. Come up very short though. So, but I reckon he's a good horse. Joyful Fortune. Mark Newham trained Josh Parr on board. Interesting day at Flemington Sunday, mate. So. There's one. We've got now or Sunday as well. I've got one Cardano. Keep an eye oh, on that. Oh, hang, hang on. Hang on. What, what number? On Saturday um, or Sunday? Oh, now he's sparked up. On Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. You're not doing the show with me Sunday, so no, I'm, 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 I'm at a, I'm at a, my niece's christening, so I need something to have a bet on. Now, right? now, <laughs> now we're race seven. Now we're race seven. Um, also Newcastle. Number what? Oh, What's it called? Geez. Cardano. Yep. Now we're race seven, number 11, and Cardano. And Flemington Joyful Legend. Joyful Fortune. Joyful Fortune. Newcastle. Saturday, race four, number 13, Tregara tried up really nicely. Keep an eye on that. Race four, number 13, Tregara. Yep. Right, it's time now for the Friday forecast. All right, Tommy, we need our short thing, our most at stake, our doomsday scenario. Last week I said that the Ds were um, most at stake. Um, now, do you want to go short thing for short thing? Do you want me to kick it away? Yeah, I'm... I'm... Oh, I, need, I haven't done any prep for this. Yeah, no, you haven't. <laughs> uh, right, short thing. Tom Papley will kick a goal at the SCG. What odds are we getting? I've got no idea. Um, Tom, Maybe I should have Tom prepared Papley. that earlier. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll find that while you think of short your short thing. Short thing, Geelong. Win. Sure thing. Right. Let's go to the most at stake. Very exciting. Most at stake. You go. Geelong. Most at, <laughs> really? most at yeah, like they are. If they, if they go under, if they go under to Brisbane, I've nearly made them a doomsday scenario, but. Most at stake. They go under the coach goes. Simple as that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Most at stake for me. Oh, I'm really struggling. I, I can't disagree with your Geelong one. That's what about any of, any of the horses, like Animo, Zaki, any of those? Well, not really, because Animo, Zaki might not even run. So, um, obviously, the head-to-head battles are huge. Most at stake is Nature Strip probably doesn't return as well as he could have and gets rolled, and um, everyone criticises the Ascot move. I um, let's go to let's go to let's go to the doomsday. doomsday scenario. My doomsday scenario is in the racing. So Zaki, 
uh, Animo, Nate Distrib and Eduardo get rolled by a roughie and we don't see any of them for the rest of the spring. <laughs> that would be doomsday. Yep, doomsday scenario. <laughs> We're going really dark here, Fitzy. Yep, Tom Papley's a dollar fifteen, by the way, for any time goal scorer. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. Um, doomsday. She's. I need to prepare better for this. Um, Ramwick gets a downpour and called off. Oh yeah, I like it. <laughs> All right, let's now go to our um, our best bets of the day. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle for sure. Right, Tommy. You're just going to go bang, bang from bang, the hip. Bang, 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 bang. Do it. Go bang, bang, bang. bang. We've got about two minutes, two and a half minutes. Oh, we've got plenty of time. Yep. Just nail my best. Race six in Sydney. Ramick, race six, number five, Zoo Gotcha. Snap. Wins. Yes. It just wins, mate. Yep. There's, there's nothing more to say. It comes through the right form. Beat Willinga Beast. Beat in secret. Willinga Beast has come out. Frank the form. Bang, bang, bang. Mid prep. Waller trial wins. Right. Is that it? Yep. Yeah, you're the sniper we're going to call you. Just pull the trigger just, on one and it's just, done. I can give you more, but that's the best. Right, best bets for me. Let's just work through it. Caulfield, race four, number two, aft cabin. Wins. Ranwick, race six, number five, Zoo Gotcha. Wins. Uh, I'll go Belmont, race eight, number two, comes a time. Dep- that's track dependent there, okay? And then we'll go to Morfordville, race five, number 12, Salt Bay. We're going to be doing a bit of sprinkling of the Salt Bay. Yaz flute, like. Salts. Yeah, a bit of... That didn't work. Doodly-doo. So they're the best. I'm going to have a go taunting two in the Wiley. Race eight, number 10 at Morbettville. But best, half cabin, zoo gotcha, salt bay. They're the three uh, for sure. Because my money don't fold a jiggle-jiggle. You right. got any value? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, like that midnight blue Earlswood race, I think there's value in there. Um, I think there's value to be had with... Um, a few others. My, my best value. Um, I like showmanship in the yeah. Rupert Clark. Yeah, I'd agree. Race seven at Caulfield. I also like I'm Lethal pending a tracking upgrade. Yep. I'm Lethal in the last race t- 10, Sydney, number 14. I'm only backing showmanship if I wish I win doesn't run. If I wish I win runs. I'm still backing showmanship each way. Or Yeah, I, I'm I'm probably staying out. Um, but then oh, Argenti is not the worst either. We got any lays? Yeah, there we go. I just wanted to hear this again. Did a touch sensitive. Um, Righto, where's your lay of that? Now, I was big last week. I put my proverbials out there and laid Espiona and Swatstad, and I got ridiculed. And you know what? I just laughed at them. I just laughed at them, Tommy. I said, no, nah, don't you come for me. <laughs> and uh, I was right. So what have you got this week? Um, oh, President, probably a lay coming off a 15-length trial win. Um, just, just, I think, Probably not good enough, to be honest. And Bjorn goes better second up. Oh, there was one at Caulfield as well. What was that one I was I was keen to lay? Um, oh, you go, and I'll come up with race five at, um Race five, number one at Caulfield. She's lickety-split, the Kiwi. You're laying it. Favourite, laying it. Yep. I'm, And I'm only going to probably pull the trigger on one. I can't lay any in the big group ones. And, look, I'm not going to lay Arnold. That can win two. If something comes in favourite inside of taunting, at Morfordville in the Wiley in the stakes race there, then I'll probably lay that. Race six, Caulfield, my other lay. Race six, number 14, Uncle Bryn, two short, barrier one, fence yes. off. That was the other one. So I'll be laying Uncle Bryn. Uh, Tommy. Yes, mate. That's about all we've got time for. How do you, you rate the show? Are you walking with me to the footy? We'll go to the footy? Yes. Yep. I might go to the races Saturday. We'll see. 
That's all we've got time for the Friday night Betfair Edge. Don't forget you can podcast the show at the SEN app. Play your way with Betfair and find better odds. This spring racing carnival. We'll see you next Friday. Gamble responsibly. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.